Let's get ourselves up to speed on something that is kicking off this week. This is Fire Prevention Week, and you never know when you're going to be tipped off by certain things, but sometimes you don't get that luxury. We were asleep in our house about a month ago, maybe a month and a half, and all of a sudden a fire alarm went off. One of the smoke detectors went off, and my son jumped out of bed, which which I enjoyed because you always worry about the kids. You know, you can have those really cool smoke alarm things that say to the kids, hey, hey, wake up, and it can be your voice because sometimes they'll sleep through that stuff. So he jumped up, I jumped up, and we went looking, and fortunately nothing was going on in the house. Turns out that the smoke alarm just needed to be replaced. It was just, it was it was faulty or whatever because it kept waking us up every 10 minutes until we decided, yeah, it's got to be the smoke alarm. But if you have something like that happening or if you haven't done that circle around the house to check on things, now is the time to get that reminder. And here to help us out with that reminder is someone who does a phenomenal job with reminders like this. London District Fire Chief Matt Heptich here for Fire Prevention and Public Education. Chief Heptich. How's the day going? Pretty good, thanks. How are you, Mike? Well, i got to admit, a month and a half ago, I was really scared. When you hear a fire alarm, a smoke detector go off in the middle of the night, that's that's frightening. Absolutely, and thank you very much for sharing that story. Um, we hear stories about, like, about that uh, all the time. Um, I, I'm glad to hear that the alarm woke you up, so obviously that tells me um, that you know the sounds of fire safety. And that's something we're going to be able to talk about right now. So the sounds of fire safety, that sounds intriguing. What are we talking about when we're talking about the sounds of fire safety? So this year's uh, Fire Prevention Week campaign is Learn the Sounds of Fire Safety. And what we're doing this year, it's the, we're working to educate everyone about the different sounds smoke and carbon monoxide alarms make. And when we learn about those sounds, we realize they usually emit a, a high-pitched beep. Usually nothing else in your house is making those noises. Is this a process where you know a reminder needs to come into us, or is this if your kids are getting old enough to figure it out? Who would you suggest needs to hear the sounds? I, I, everyone, uh, absolutely everyone. And the reason why... Uh, is because people don't know the sounds that uh, a low battery chirp, uh, why that smoke alarm is making that sound. When you hear a low battery chirp on your smoke alarm, it means that battery uh, needs to be replaced or the smoke alarm needs to be replaced. Uh, another um, sound that a lot of people don't know about is the sound that their carbon monoxide alarm makes. So when you hear four beeps coming from your carbon monoxide alarm, that means move to fresh air and call 911. And when you hear one beep coming from your carbon monoxide alarm, it means that it requires service. Interesting. Okay, we're talking right now with London District Fire Chief Matt Heptich. And Chief Heptich, when you are hearing those noises, you're thinking, okay, if, if it's the long beep on the carbon monoxide detector and, and it needs service, when we go and we buy a fire alarm or we buy a carbon monoxide detector, it's not treated like cottage cheese. You're going to pay close attention to that expiration date on the cottage cheese. You buy a smoke alarm or you buy a carbon monoxide detector and you think, yeah, I got one of those now. Good. 
away we go. And you don't necessarily look at expiration dates or how long these things might last. How long typically should you be ready for a smoke alarm or a carbon monoxide detector to last? Well, a smoke alarm needs to be replaced every 10 years. Um, so that the newer smoke alarms will have a replace date on the side of them. If you have an older smoke alarm, if that if that has been in there in your home since it's been built or since you moved in and it's been more than 10 years, you need to make sure that you purchase a new smoke alarm. And what happens with those smoke alarms is the smoke sensor deteriorates. Um, it could be full of dust. It could be full uh, of uh, cobwebs. So you have to make sure that you replace those alarms. Um, and when you look at a carbon monoxide alarm, um, the date of manufacture is on the inside uh, where the batteries are installed. Um, I have one in my hand now that indicates the date of manufacture was 2015 uh, in January. So you, we have to make sure that we check those dates and that make sure that we're looking at the actual manufacturer's instructions. You mentioned building a home, and there's been a lot of building going on in London and area, a lot of new homes, and sometimes one of the fancy features is hardwired smoke alarms. What do you do with those when it comes to 10 years after the fact? Did they have to be replaced, or are the hardwired ones special? No, the hardwired ones have to do the same. So it's, it's the same in new construction as it was in old um, all smoke alarms have an expiry date. Um, you know, people will notice now, too, that smoke alarms in new construction are installed in bedrooms. Um, it's a requirement under the Ontario Building Code, so we would encourage people to install smoke alarms in their bedrooms as well. We're talking with Deputy Fire Chief Matt Hepditch, and we're learning the sounds of fire safety as we kick off Fire Prevention Week. And remember, we talk about this We've been using the metaphors that sports brings to life. Well, this is like practice. This is like you're going out to basketball practice. You're going out to cross-country practice, football practice. That's what this stuff is. And when we go looking at, I guess, the other things that we need to have, sure, we need to know those sounds, know what those beeps mean, know what to do when we hear them. And, Chief Heptage, maybe you can go over them one more time. The beeps that a smoke alarm and the beeps that a carbon monoxide detector will provide and what they mean. Do we have time for me to, to play the beep for you, Mike? Oh, we have we have more than enough time, and we love we get requests for things all the time. But you know what? We've yet to have a request for smoke alarm and carbon monoxide beeping. But I I'm in. <laughs> Let's I'm making the request. Let's hear it. All right. So I'm going to press the test button on a smoke alarm for you right now, and you'll notice that it's three beeps. Okay. Okay, so those are three beeps that come from a smoke alarm. So that indicates that it's been activated. Now, I'll play the difference for you with a carbon monoxide alarm, okay? Yep. Okay. So those, those are two very uh, different and distinct beeps. So when you hear those beeps, that means it's time to get out. So either okay. one. So a lot of people, they have concerns because you can't see, you can't smell, and you can't taste carbon monoxide. It's odorless, it's tasteless. 
you can't see it. So when that alarm goes off, people simply don't know what to do because they're not seeing anything or smelling or, or tasting anything. But what your carbon monoxide alarm will do, it will activate when there are 30 to 70 parts per million of carbon monoxide in your home. So when that goes off, you need to exit your home and call 911. Uh, many people are concerned too. Well, I don't know what's going on and I don't want the trucks to come lights and sirens because they may be embarrassed or they feel that it's not a reason to call the fire department. But it is. It simply is because you don't know what's going on in your home when that alarm goes off. Again, carbon monoxide. Can't see it, can't smell it, can't taste it. And will those four beeps continue? Will you continue to hear those until you act on them? Yes. Yes, you will. Okay. That's good news to know. Some of the other things that we need to do. How about the escape planning? What do we need to know about escape planning from our home and and how we even begin that conversation with the family? So what you can do is you can walk around your home with your family Um, You can test your smoke and carbon monoxide alarms as well so that everybody knows. But another thing you can do is plan two ways out of every single room. So you get a piece of paper, and we have them available here at at, uh, Central Fire, um, and you draw out uh, a plan of your home, and you plan for two ways out of every single room. Great stuff, because if you have one way blocked, two ways give you the better opportunity to get out safely? 100%. And the same thing goes if you live in an apartment building. When you walk out that door to your suite, you can go left or you can go right to the exit stairwells, depending on how the apartment is set up. So you should also know two ways out of your apartment building as well. And that goes for even if you're at the movie theater, go out or even at a restaurant. No two ways out of no matter where you are. London and District Fire Chief Matt Heptich joining us. Chief Heptich, anything else that we need to know as we kick off Fire Prevention Week and we go through one of life's most important practices? One of the most important things, too, is when um, tenants who are in rental properties, if you are a tenant in a rental property and you have an issue with your smoke alarm, you are required under the Ontario Fire Code, which is provincial law, to contact your landlord, your property manager immediately and they are required to repair uh, that smoke alarm or replace the battery for you. It's against the law for tenants to remove the batteries or tamper with the alarm in any way. So if that alarm is faulty and it's going off, you cannot disable that alarm. You cannot take it down. Interesting. Okay, that's a great point. All right, so if you are in a rental property, make sure you know those things. Well, we really appreciate the time, Chief Hapditch. Thank you. Keep up the great work, and uh, we all need to go through it today and do that practice. Don't put this off until tomorrow. Get it done today. Go around. Make sure you've got working carbon monoxide detectors, working smoke alarms on every floor. Make sure you know when they were installed, how old they're getting to be, how fresh are those batteries, all that stuff, because uh, you've seen it only too firsthand, Chief Heptage. It makes a big difference, doesn't it? Yes, sir, it sure does. And uh, when you know the sounds, you know it's time to get out and you know what to do. That's the key this time around. Learn the sounds of fire safety. All the best. Have a great afternoon. Keep safe. Thanks for having me on, Mike. Take care.
That is Matt Heptich, London District Fire Chief. So learn the sounds, learn what those those beeps mean, those four beeps from a carbon monoxide detector and not telling you, hey, you know, the plug here isn't working as well as it used to or the backup battery needs to be replaced. That's get to clean air. That's, that's be safe.